Podcast Spotlight, the offshoot series of the Economical Rice Podcast designed for podcast fans and brought to you by podcast fans. I'm your host, Danny, and today's special guest for this most auspicious of opening episodes is fellow podcaster from Singapore, John Wang of the Long Kang Kiris. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Danny boy. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, as I understand, you have your own podcast. So, would you like to share how you, wh- what it's about and how you got started in the first place? Yeah, sure. My own podcast um, is called the uh, Longkang Kiddies, mm-hmm. and it started by me, two other dudes, and a lady. Yeah. And the reason behind the genesis of the podcast was that we used to argue a lot, <laughs> yeah. and we decided, you know what, let's just record our arguments and see where that leads us. Yeah. And but since then, it has evolved. Like, we are no longer arguing with each other. Not per se. We still express contrasting points of view but not in the argument format more like a conversational you know like kopitiam discussing social political topics yeah uh, yeah primarily in singapore but we also do it around the world yeah so so it's like um especially for your podcast right it's like when you think about podcasts or when people think about it this is like the sort of the ideal scenario or the sort of the initial impression uh, it's like it's just a bunch of people discussing a topic and that's what a lot of people get the impression from, especially with like newer shows that are more popular, like Joe Rogan and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely the long form conversational style uh, suits the podcast ideally, lah. So that we, you know, we it's no longer just about sound bites. It's no longer just about let's try to insert as much shock value as we can within two minutes. It's more, hey, you know, there, there's this serious topic that we need to talk about, and we need to really dissect dissect it in as many ways as we can and that takes time and effort yeah so that's the that's where we are coming from now yeah i'm actually curious about that point because like if you if you see any marketing materials from like people in a uh, media right they will certainly say that if they're promoting a pro- new product or they're doing some market research they will tend to say that oh you know consumers are actually they, they're very actually short and attention spans especially in the age of social media right like the scrolling culture and stuff like that so why do you think like long form culture, uh, sorry, long form uh, uh, formats are starting to make a comeback? Is it like because of the topic itself or, or what? I think people just, of course, there's a there's a time and place for everything lah. There, there's the there's time for, you know, like short and sweet bursts of content, yeah, to consume on the go. But there are times where you know we are hungry for more. And yeah. we really want to get down into the nitty gritty that just simply cannot be covered in a two minute video. Yeah, yeah. And so I believe that we are f- trying to fill that niche. Uh, we do have some small following now, mm-hmm. thanks to our consistency. <laughs> and <laughs> hopefully you'll grow. And I think, yeah, eventually, uh, like I said, uh, there's a time and place for everything. Some people, they just really want the, to sit down and really listen to the whole story rather than just face one aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so then, um, how 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 has the podcasting experience been for you? You've also done this for about a year plus or so, right? Yeah, correct. Uh, so far, it's been fantastic. Actually, we I really enjoy our time together, hmm. and I think that's more important than anything. Like we we really do um have this type of chemistry where we can get along, even though we have quite uh opposing viewpoints on many sensitive topics. <laughs> yeah. But the but the the but the beautiful thing is that we all can sit down and trash it out in a way that is more or less civil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as as civil as we can be. Yeah, definitely. 
like like for 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 the topics you discuss, right? So I noticed that you you touch upon quite quite a range of uh, socioeconomic topics, including uh HDB, you know, including um discrimination, including uh, even education, right? So yep. so like uh do these topic do you do you like save these kind of topics for for your recording sessions or do you just normally discuss this and then you thought oh maybe this could be better if you if you produce it as content? So the way we do it is that normally. We try to hit on the hot button topics first. Yeah. So, like for example, um, we recently just did the Ben Davis one. We we finished recording. We haven't released it yet. Right. But we we will do something like that first. Oh, okay. And in with topics that are more broad or not as time sensitive, we will try and frame it in a way that is more um how do you, how do I put this universal? So instead of just top instead of just tackling that one subject matter, we try to bring it forth in a way that covers the the wider topic at hand. Yeah. Yeah, so like, for example, with the nudity episode, we, (laughs) uh, I mean, the the reason we did that was, I think someone was caught naked somewhere, but the the main thing that we wanted to discuss wasn't so much that particular story, but it was more about, well, what, what do we do in, for example, like the classroom setting? Like, how do we, how do we deal with revealing outfits there yeah. so topics that are more basically we want to try and challenge the, the the audience in terms of their their way of thinking maybe something that they didn't really thought about before and mm. try to bring it to the forefront now and have them question their own beliefs uh. yeah, yeah. the idea is not to insert any conclusion or insert any definite viewpoints about any one topic it's just to promote discussion and just have the the dialogue yeah, exactly. And of course, like, um, you know, certain issues, like, I, th- I think another example of, uh, of this kind is also like the HDB one. It's like, it's, yeah, right. the, especially with the, the expiry and stuff and how, because the thing is now people have this view that, uh, you know, the HDB subsidized with the subsidized housing and stuff like that. It's good for citizens in general that they can get subsidized housing compared to the very expensive private apartments. But then, um, you know, they, they're not really looking into like the, the, at, at the end of the 99 year lease, what's going to happen, right? So your, your, your episodes on that will certainly bring this issue to the forefront, like get them to start thinking about it. Yeah. It, I mean, that was one of the things. So w- when I was talking about the HDB issue with my friends or family. Yeah. And I realized they haven't reached the level of panic that I have. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, Oh my God, I have to do an episode about this. Like I have to let people know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so I, I do have like quite a few, uh, feedback regarding that. Like a lot of people really didn't think about it. I think including yourself, right? You, I think you also feedback to me that it was yeah, never yeah. something that you, you, you put any, you put much thought into. And I think that's, I think that's really the problem with a lot of the topics, uh, in general is that most people, they, they sort of have this assumption. They, they sort of have assumptions about a wide range of topics surrounding the, the central theme. And it, and then this, all these assumptions, right, coalesce into an opinion that is probably grounded on false premises. And that is the nature of the Longkan Kibis. We want to dispel as many, as, as many of these, uh, assumptions as we can through dialogue and, you know, yeah, through, yeah. through discussion.
All right. So speaking of uh, discussion and dialogue, let's uh, move on to discussing the the point of the show then, which is to discuss two podcasts uh, that uh, you you personally would like to share with the the greater audience out there. So, John, your first podcast that you like to share, the Dick Show, episode one zero three, Maddox Lost. Yep. So can you can you ju- can you just uh, briefly share you know what this uh, what this podcast is about and then uh, the the episode uh, being being discussed here. Okay, the the dick show is quite difficult to dissect in a way that is fast and easy. <laughs> uh, it, it involves something like uh, oh, I don't know, maybe like like ten years of internet history. But yeah. basically, um, it all started with this guy. His name is Maddox, and yeah. he was, I think, back in 1997, he was like the the original um, troll king. Like he he was the guy that everybody admired for his you know, non-politically correct articles. Yeah. And eventually, sometime in the 2010s, can't remember specifically when, but around that period of time, he got into a partnership, Maddox got into a partnership with this guy called Dick Masterson. Yeah. And then together, they published this show called The Greatest Problems in the Universe. Mm-hmm. And so Dick Masterson turns out to be the more charismatic amongst the two. Mm. And Maddox, I think, turned bitter and jealous with that realization. Yeah. And very abruptly cancelled the podcast. Yeah. And during his cancellation, he was very... He, he thanked everybody on, that worked on the show, except for Dick. <laughs> yeah, so his own co-host, he refused to thank uh-huh. at, the end, at, the, at the very abrupt final episode. All right. And then, um, subsequently, there was a lot of allegations flying around here and there about mismanagement of the funds, and so on and so forth. And it all coalesced, uh, finally into a lawsuit that basically says that he, uh, Maddox, his feelings are hurt because Dick Masterson and his group of friends make fun of, make fun of him. Yeah. So yeah. The, the, yeah, the lawsuit went on for something like two years. Yeah. And, uh, finally in episode 103, that's when, uh, when Dick was still in Abu Dhabi. He was like, he went to Israel Burning Man. Yeah. And went to Abu Dhabi. He received news that Maddox lost the case and the, and the judge who was presiding the case dismissed it with prejudice. Yeah. That means that Maddox cannot refile the case. That means it's a, it's, it's just complete garbage. The, yeah. The, the case is just the, complete garbage. The suit was that bad. <laughs> yeah, correct. I mean, it's a, I mean, I, I recommend, um, people who are interested in petty internet drama to yeah. really look into it. Like if, if you, if, if all you're concerned about is who's going to be the next prime minister of Singapore, like don't bother. <laughs> but if, you, <laughs> but if yeah. you're like me, right. And you love like, I don't know, Jerry Springer, you love, <laughs> yeah. um, you, you love watching street fights on world star hip hop. <laughs> then this, this sort of drama is right up your alley. Yeah. And, Reading into it and listening to the various point of view is actually a very fascinating insight into the human condition. I would say, in general. yeah, yeah, and uh, also I think to like like fill out the picture a little bit, right? So the way to look at this lawsuit, and you know, John mentioned already that it's like an incredibly ridiculous kind of lawsuit. I think it was filed by Maddox against like a, like around twenty people, and then each suit was like the charge was like for twenty million dollars. 
So, so it's yeah, like, when you know, you know, when this, there's this like sort of uh, idea that, oh, people in America, they just sue for fun. Like, this is like the <laughs> epitome of, this is the, yeah, this is the quintessential, <laughs> like, like shit that people are talking yeah. about, right? This is exactly the, the, like, if you were to, to slap like a, like a face on frivolous yeah. lawsuit, it will be yeah, better. Yeah, space. exactly. Yeah. And then, and then also, also like the, the whole story, right? And, and, and I, th- I think the story is also worth sort of mentioning because, you mentioned it's like it's like uh he he suit he suited over very petty stuff, right? So a, a little bit of the backstory yep. is also that um they started this uh podcast together, the greatest uh, problem in the universe or something like that, right? And then after a while yep. they they broke off, they went their own separate ways. Uh, it wasn't very amic- amicable, but then it was that Dick was uh Dick was doing better on his own show, which is this one, the the, the Dick show, and mess- and then uh, Maddox went yep. to launch his own podcast that was not doing too well. It was like. The, the the difference was like um I think Dick had a Patreon page and then his one was like 18k or something a month and Maddox was like 1k a month or something like that. I think Dick now is at like 23 or 24k a month. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he's yeah. built up like a really really big following a really big community of uh, of loyal fans and supporters. Uh, yeah, he's done really yep. well. And also that um so I believe there was one tipping point right that made Maddox went crazy. Which, which I thought was, this is like the, 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 the most pettiest of things, right? Was that I believe Dick slept with one of Maddox's, uh, ex-girlfriends. Yeah. So, the, what happened was that they, they were at a wedding together, like Dick and Maddox. Oh my. And then, um, so Dick managed to hook up with Maddox, one of Maddox's ex-girlfriends from like three years yeah. ago. And, and, and Maddox was already dating, uh, and it's, yeah. it's already dating by the way, yeah. Yeah. Correct. He he already has a he already has a girlfriend mm. at that point. Yeah. And that yeah that that was basically the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> yeah. And um and it actually uh like ensues a whole bunch of like hilarious shit afterwards. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Like how uh Maddox wrote a soppy love letter to to his ex, <laughs> so the 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 girl that um uh, Dick is now dating. Yeah. And they they actually had they actually had um. This guy, his name is Matt Cux. So Matt Cux <laughs> yeah. is, uh, yeah, yeah. is actually a parody of Maddox. Yeah. Oh, oh, but, but, ha- but before that, yeah. So, so, yeah. but before that, Maddox is also like, uh, he, he was also changing as a person psychologically, lah. He's becoming like, yeah, yeah. increasingly more petty and revengeful and spiteful against, uh, a dick as well. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Which yeah. then, then the counter was, as, as you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, Matt Cux, was a, it's actually a parody of of Maddox. Yeah. Uh, at this point of the transition, so when when Maddox became this petty human being, yeah, Maddox came in and sort of did like this impersonation of Maddox. Yeah. And they they had a dramatic reading of Maddox's love letter <laughs> to Dick's current girlfriend. Yeah. And it's just the funniest. Like they they you can find it on YouTube by the way. Yeah. It's just the funniest shit ever. <laughs> And by the way, Matt Cox, a parody of, of Maddox, yeah. has a larger, like, has a better Patreon subscription than Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you can see, like, the, like, where the, where the fans have voted, like, on this particular topic. Yeah. You know, like, how, how they, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you, you can be the most popular guy on earth, but that wouldn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's, where, it's, it's the money that counts. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and I think the, the fans have voted, right? Like, yeah. Maddox, Maddox right now is in the shitter. He's not producing, he's hardly producing content. He's just 
yeah. loafing around in in Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's on the verge of being broke and homeless. Yeah, he can he can barely afford the lawyer fees, man. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and but if whereas you look at um Dick Masterson, he he's just living the high life, right? He's he's getting paid twenty over thousand dollars just on his Patreon. Yeah. Not including all the other stuff that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think the the so also to get back onto the to the podcast itself. Yeah. Uh, the Dick show actually. I mean, it, 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 at some point, it became like this, chron- um, a chronicle of the, of the lawsuit itself. <laughs> so as the, as the lawsuit progresses, yeah. we sort of get this first, like this, uh, first person view of the, of the entire proceeding. Yeah. And you really get a close look at, like, how the American justice, justice system works. Yeah. And he managed to turn it into just like pure comedy goal at every point. Yeah. In in the in the in the whole process, like it's just it's amazing what people would do, you know, when they are grasping at straws. Yeah, yeah, yes. Like absolute absolute desperation, and yeah, that episode, right? You will, you Dick will will sort of share like what goes on because he brought some people on that was actually at the the trial itself. They were transcribing yeah. everything that happened. And, Correct, and, yeah. and he was, he's like relaying the train wreck as it happens. And it's, and it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's like, it's so sad, but hilarious at the same time. The way, the way everything unfolded. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, and also just to, uh, 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 make a little bit point about the show itself. So a dick show is basically a sort of like, uh, it's a, a talk show, sort of. It's like it's, yeah, it's like it's, it's like he just discusses like um maybe current affairs or some some point or point or rather. So the 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 format of the show basically goes like this: like he would come on, he would introduce uh his his guest or his ho- uh, his co-host, yeah. and then he would basically go around the table and ask like, okay, what makes me rage or what makes you rage? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he like every week he's just raging about something, and he's he's raging. Pirates are actually like pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of them are pretty funny. Yeah, gee, and then yeah, um, like, 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 like for example, in the in this episode, there was one point where because he was in Abu Dhabi, right? So he's like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like comparing between Abu Dhabi, how Abu Dhabi is, and how America is. He was like raging about the <laughs> yeah. he was he was yeah. raging about the toilets there, <laughs> and how small they are compared to the American toilets. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, yep. yeah. And he basically equates um the amount of pornography you can get <laughs> <Yeah>. freedom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he he does have a unique uh way of looking at things which, which is actually incredibly funny. Yeah. I mean yeah. I w- I wouldn't be listening to him if he wasn't funny at all. Like so the and it's basically a comedy show. Like he 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 centers around him and his rage. Yeah. But he would go and he will, you know, he will receive phone calls. He will get um some random people popping in. Like he he, I think for a couple of episodes he got his dad on the show as well. Yeah. Yeah. So he will ask them, okay, what makes you rage? And then he will <laughs> he will also like spin off from there, and then like the rage become an even bigger rage. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and and, and yeah, it's, it's all pretty funny. Yeah, and in the moment when he rages or when his uh, guest rages, uh, they are. Minutes of pure gold. Cause this guy doesn't hold back, okay? It's not no, like, it's he not, doesn't. it's not like he's saying in a stern voice, oh, I hate this because of this. He's like, he really goes off the top and she's like literally shouting at the mic. 
Yeah. He used to have a heart rate monitor <laughs> for his uh, YouTube streams. <laughs> <laughs> and you can you can see in real time like his heart rate yeah. is just like it's always in the in the you know in the hundreds. Yeah, so so this is genuine rage, uh, not 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 yeah, some yeah. Uh, not some scripted uh, made up made up nonsense. <laughs> yeah, correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um I think that's uh do you have anything else to say about the show? Or what you love about uh, it? Uh, not really. I mean, we, we sort of covered it, and I think, I think to really appreciate it, you have to have a listen. The, the, each episode is very long. Each episode is between an hour and a half to two hours long. Yeah. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of American colloquialism and jargons and American cultural references. Yeah. A, a lot of it goes past my head as well, but I, I still listen to it because. It's like, it's know, like it, hanging it's, out. It's like the quintessential hanging out with like a bunch of friends kind of podcast. Like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I kind of like you li- listen to your friends just just like shoot the shit and just like like talk about random nonsense, right? And just just yeah, like and, com- and, complain and, about stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, like it's 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 just hilarious. I, I have to stop myself from laughing out loud in the trains and and public transports <laughs> yeah. as I'm listening to. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so about that, right? So uh, I will I will actually categorize this as sort of like NSFW, like not safe for work. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, 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 oh when like, you work, or oh, when you're at work, just lower the volume. <laughs> like he, he doesn't censor his guests. Like he himself wouldn't, wouldn't say like obscene stuff. Yeah. But his guests might. Yeah. And he yeah. never censors them. He never cuts it out. Yeah. So it's most likely uh, stuff that you wouldn't want your five-year-old child to hear <laughs> or your boss. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like I was so I was listening to this at work, right? Because like, where else am I gonna find like the two hours to listen to the full thing? So then, so then you know, you know, you know those new uh Bluetooth Bluetooth earphones that's all the rage now. Yeah. Yeah, those like the band ones for like sports, right? So so my wife got me those uh uh recently. So I was wearing them at work, and sometimes the Bluetooth doesn't connect properly. And it was like, lucky yeah. it was like at the start of the show. So a little bit of the audio seeped out and it was like, oh my god, lucky it didn't, it didn't seep out at like some moment where, where Dick was having one of his, uh, his tirades or something. Yeah. So, yeah. so be careful. This is a, a little bit NSFW. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's the first podcast spotlight. Now let's move on to the second podcast spotlight. So John, you have uh, introduced to the world here some scuffs and the episode is Nobody Cares About Shark Repellent and Underwater Guns. So as I yep. as I know, this is a Singapore Singaporean uh, locally produced podcast as well. So what can you tell us about this? Um, so just, a, just as a side note to the audience, I suppose just a bit of context like um, the the author of some scuff, her name is Tavel. Yeah. And we have actually met her, like yeah, yeah, Danny yeah. and I. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we had this we had this little gathering and we've actually met her before. The first and only and, podcast gathering. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, I listened to the podcast before I met her, mm. and already, right, I felt like this is the type of podcast that I'll listen to after a rough day at work. <laughs> um, her voice is. The most soothing voice, like you ever hear. <laughs> like no joke. Like it's that's that's the that's the that's God's truth. Yeah. And 
the the stuff that she often talks about are ranging from like really the heavy stuff to the to the nonsensical and to the whimsical. Yeah. So, so the the one that I particularly enjoyed was the shark repellent and underwater gun stuff. Yeah. Where it's it's really it the first of all the 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 show itself like this particular episode breaks away from the her normal format. Mm. I won't explain like what her normal format is, but basically it it doesn't really go in tandem with the rest of it. So it's, it was kind of a break that I enjoyed. Mm. And the second thing was that um it really touches on some obscure bit of trivia. I mean, like that the most typically random. nobody cares about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But she managed to frame it in a way that is entertaining and insightful. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is, I think that's the the crux of like all podcasting is just to take a particular subject matter. Yeah. And and really just that and just delve into it in a way that nobody else expects. Yeah, yeah. Right. So so could you tell us more about the the particulars about the episode then? So, um, apparently, <laughs> uh, I think it was back in World War II, um, there were some concerns that as planes, as, as there were no more naval battles raging on between, you know, the, the Allies and the, and the Axis powers. Yeah. Uh, and as planes were getting shot over, over the oceans. Yeah. That the pilots who survive have some, deep and irrational fear of getting eaten by sharks <laughs> yeah. as they are treading water in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Right. So um they the US government apparently tried to try to address this concern by passing some small department, I think it was within the CIA or something like that. I can't remember yeah. the the details, but basically some departmental um some department within the US government took on this project to create a shark repellent. And it's, I mean, the, it's just the most absurd idea <laughs> ever to begin with. Yeah. I mean, if you were to actually think about the mechanics of it, it's really, it's really bizarre. First of all, you have to be flying, a, you have to be shot out of the sky in a plane. Yeah. You have to survive. Yeah. And then you have to land in a patch of ocean where there's sharks. Yeah. And then the sharks have to eat you afterwards. Yeah. I mean, what are the, what are the odds of like the, all of that actually happening in a way that they actually fear, cause, right? Yeah. To, to actually, to actually cause this fear to be so real yeah. that it mobilizes the U.S. government to spend <laughs> time and money on this project. Yeah. And, and what, what made the, what made the whole thing worse but worse in a funny way was that the the methods that they use yeah. was so archaic. It, it feels like it feels like some Nazi or cult shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they were grinding up uh sharks and trying to like uh, pinpoint the exact compound that apparently may have some shark repellent effect. Yeah. You know like shit like stuff like that. Yeah. It's so it's, it's so unscientific and <laughs> so wacky yeah. to the point where you're just like wait a second who the hell came <laughs> up with this right these guys are getting paid by the government like by our tax dollars like what on <laughs> earth right yeah yeah and then the the second part of the show was about the underwater guns which also once again highlight like the probably the the very 
very best aspect of American culture, mm-hmm. um, where this basically this redneck was trying to figure out a way to fire uh, his gun while underwater. <laughs> uh, of course, that's not to say it can't be done. I know, like before, some gun nut types up in your comment. Oh no, you can't fire gun. <laughs> yeah, you can, can, but apparently because if you're underwater and you fire a weapon, the sound would will travel in a way that makes it seem even louder and it actually can burst your eardrums. Mm. So um so this guy he he felt he felt the pain of that and he was trying to develop a weapon that could fire underwater safely without bursting his eardrums. And the but that's not the that's not the that's not the best part, right? The best part is that he the reason he wanted to do it was to was to control a lionfish infestation somewhere in like the Florida, like in the in the in the waterways of Florida or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Where uh, uh, apparently they are such an invasive species, a uh, species yeah. that they are they are just like wrecking the the delicate ecosystem within that area. Yeah, and they were there because you know like rich people they 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 were they were buying lionfish as pets and then couldn't maintain it, so they just like drop it in the river. <laughs> and it became a pest, like this very invasive pest. Yeah. To the point where the people around that region would hold like annual lionfish culling contests. Mm. And and this particular redneck was thinking, you know what? I'm not gonna buy a harpoon gun for this because goddamn this is America. <laughs> and yeah. I'm gonna use my nine mil and uh, gonna shoot me some lionfish. It's so it's like the most American thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so this is like the like the best slash worst aspect of American culture. <laughs> yeah, depending on how you see it. And I and once again, right? She she sort of brought it in, like the veil. Yeah. She she conveyed the whole scenario in a way that is interesting and funny. Yeah. But I think I think what makes it all work is her format and her voice, like her soothing voice. <laughs> but she really sort of just like maximizes that asset like to the to the to the best. Like this is the there is no other way for her to use that voice other other than the one that she's she's doing it. Like if I were if I were to try and do what she does, I will feel mis- miserably because <laughs> of the quality of my voice. <laughs> Right, I need to be like Dick Masterson. I need to rage at, at people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas with her, she can't rage at people, but her particular format works supremely well, and is I I really enjoy her podcast. Yeah. So so yeah. So in 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 a weird kind of way, um, the sort of theme of uh, between your two shows that kind of links them together is like a sort of a rough uh, view of like the American ways of life or sort of the American character. One being uh, characterized uh, by by this uh, lawsuit between uh, Maddox and um, and Dick Masterson, the sort of uh, people who actually you know sent out all these frivolous lawsuits and you know uh, the the kind of drama and uh, desperate desperation that that sort of entails. And on the other side, <laughs> it's a sort of like um, I don't know, like uh, like uh, my my freedom kind of uh, attitude. Of, of of American life, especially with the underwater gun sort of episode, and sort yeah, of like yeah, the, the, yeah. the silliness it has. Yeah, I I think you're right though. Um, I I am quite fascinated with American culture. Mm. Mm. Um, especially the frivolous and excessive part of it. Yeah. 
because it, because it's out on display, right? It's just and it, and it's so fun to watch. Like it's such it's such con it contrasts so much with our own way of life <laughs> that I can't help but feel this uh, morbid attraction. Yeah. To this, you know, like um. Like this very bizarre and untouchable aspect of humanity. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And most, most podcasts, like, originate, I mean, the idea of podcasting probably originated from America anyway. And hmm. most of the podcasts produced in the world nowadays are from America. Yeah. Yeah. So the, it, it becomes almost inescapable that at some point American you know, culture gets discussed and talked about yeah correct yeah, yeah. And, and of course it's like on a platform such as podcasting right whereby you have hundreds of thousands of producers producing millions of hours of content definitely some of the weirdest aspects of uh, of life uh, will, will, will be bound to be uh, discussed now. And, and and also on uh, to touch on that right it's like uh, I just wanted to ask you like I'm, I'm, I'm really curious because, uh, these two shows that you gave me, right, they're sort of like, a uh, more like off the cuff, like a talk show, right? Rather than like a yeah. full scripted program. Because there are some podcasts out there that are like the, the full sort of like a, it's like a documentary basically, like, it's like super yeah. high production. They have all these background music, all the transitions are perfect and, and, and everything, right? But then the dick show, of course, is, is not like that. The recording quality is good and for sure, but, it's not scripted in any way, and and so it is with uh with uh the Vel's recent uh the Vel's episode on this one, which is more just like a discussion sort of format. So so I'm just wondering, right? Is that do you think it's sort of like the this this is where your influences come from, and this is why you decided to produce like your your own podcast is sort of like in this vein as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the I think the stuff that is unscripted and more um, dynamic, conversational. Yeah. Those are the the really raw stuff that people connect with. Yeah. And it really, you know, th- there'll be gems within moments like this where it, sh- it showcases, you know, some some portion of your humanity or some weaknesses, vulnerabilities, so on and so forth. Yeah. And and I think that's what people connect with. Yeah. Th- I mean, I mean, so, for sure, this is why like shows like the Bill Burr, Joe Rogan is so incredibly popular too. Yeah, yeah, precisely. So, I mean, there's there's time and place for the scripted stuff for sure. There are mm. some people who really enjoy that kind of polish. Um, but I'm personally of the point of view that, you know, if I'm going to spend time uh, listening to something for like a good two hours or whatever, <laughs> you know, I might yeah. as well invest in a like in in some way gamble that this particular episode would have some something for me to get hooked on. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than knowing what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like is so the reason why I think this particular segment of yours is is uh is quite good where we point to a episode that we like. Yeah. Is that the reason I point to these two episodes is because of the emotional payoff that I get <laughs> once I once you, once, once I invest yeah. Yeah. So I've already invested all this time, right? And then I get this, you know, very cathartic emotional release. Yeah. And that's why it is stuck with me mm. till today. And that's um that's my that's the way that I, I see it, lah. that's the way I prefer it. Yeah. I mean like this is also like one of the reasons why I wanted to sort of break this off as a separate series. Because I like I've been 
<laughs> I've been like sort of a jack, trying to like jack of all trades in this podcast thing, and and trying to like half half you know fifty fifty everything right. But now yep. I, I'm trying to like just make this the 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 segment where I can just talk freely. Like like normally right when I prepare for an episode right like like I've been on your show t- I've been on your show a couple of times like the first time I went on your show I had like a full list of things to say right yeah yeah so yeah. So, so you know me like I'm I'm not the very unscripted kind of yeah so so this is a I thought that this is a chance for me to sort of share more about podcasting about like the things that podcasts different podcasters go through as well as uh, as a platform for this kind of uh, unscripted kind of dialogue like all I have in front of me are just like the the opening lines, the closing lines, and then the the notes. Uh, not not like full notes, just like what uh, what podcast you're actually going to talk about. So yeah. On I mean on that note, I would like to say that the Economical Rice podcast, I do enjoy listening to it because it is informational and it is like I say, it's also like a bit of trivia. Yeah. And um. I mean, di- di- different do, strokes do, for different folks, though, right? Yeah, I, I, I do, yeah. I do enjoy, like, for example, your Toy Aras episode, mm. uh, the Likashing episode. Mm. Uh, those, those episodes really stuck with me as well. Mm. But on that note, right, mm. let me have one or- honorable mention. Okay. Uh, which is Economical Rice Podcast, your latest O-Bike episode, <laughs> <laughs> where you fucking went Super Saiyan. <laughs> On all bike, <laughs> and you just delivered the most raw, the most, the most ragey, you know, uh, episode to date. And you know what? Fucking, I love, it. I love <laughs> every moment yeah. of your, of your, <laughs> of yeah. your craziness in that episode. Like it's, if, like I said, the the there is that emotional payoff at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When after I listen to it, and it's just like, oh man, I I want Super Saiyan Danny. Yeah. And again, at some point in the future. Yeah. Like, like, continue with your, continue with your, you know, scripted stuff. Yeah. But well, once, once in a while, in a while throw in the good stuff. <laughs> bring, bring back, bring back Super Saiyan Dan. Yeah. Oh my God, that was. Believe it or not, that was a little bit um uh, uh impromptu that episode. Yeah. Because yeah. like uh I I wasn't really I I had just finished the interview with like the the previous episode, which was the interview with Mint Lim, and then um I heard about the Obike stuff. And then I wasn't actually planning to do an episode on this one. But then I was thinking like, and, and but, but then like I was recording with a different friend and, and I was like, I wasn't really liking this episode that much. And I was like thinking, wow, oh, this old bike thing is really pissing me off. <laughs> I really, I really need to say something about this because I, I already wrote like an article on it and I already recorded an episode specifically talking about this issue. But then the, the, the whole, wow, the whole drama itself, uh, it just, wow, wow, the, I don't know, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous yeah. to, the, to the point where it's like nobody even know what the fuck they're talking about anymore. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's yeah. Like every, everybody's pointing fingers. Nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Everybody is just like, in, you know, in this, in this, uh, wacky mudslinging contest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that, that was, uh, yeah, and that was why I had like the whole sort of, um, Mexican standoff kind of theme to it. And, and, and like the media is like, I, I feel like the media is the best. Like. The Straits Times is just like the one like throwing kerosene into the fire, you know? Like, like, like you have, you have to understand now, within that span of like one week when the news broke out, right? There was like an article about Obike release, being released like every few hours, you know? You go to that, yeah. you go to that episode, that show notes, right? And there's like, I think I, I linked like 15 or 20 articles from the Straits Times. <laughs> they are like making bank of this story, man. You're like, oh wow! I was like, wow. 
they're gonna ring that fucking old bike tower until they squeeze <laughs> every every molecule of water out of that fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, to to certain extent, kudos to all the the journalists for being so impromptu. But I mean, you gotta know there's that there's their agenda to it, lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't is isn't that the truth for all things? Isn't that the truth, right? Yeah. All right. So, uh, I think that. That will, that will just about do it for, for today. I think we have a, we a pretty good, pretty good episode. So with that brings, uh, the end to today's episode. Uh, thanks again, John, for coming on. And, uh, for those of you who are curious, who want to listen to the Long Kang Kitties, where, John, can we find your podcast? You can find us on SoundCloud. Just look for Long Kang Kitties, L-O-N-G-K-A-N-G-K-I-T-T-I-E-S. <laughs> so longkang as in the the big ass drain and kiddies as in like baby cats. Yeah. And um, you can find us on SoundCloud. I think we are finally on iTunes now, but <laughs> I'm still not sure. And uh, you can find us on Facebook, yeah. all under the same name. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we we try to we try to have an episode every two weeks, but no promises, guys. <laughs> uh, we are we are mired in real life as well. Yeah. Yeah. And also um. Thank you very much, Danny, for inviting me onto this show. Oh it's, yeah, uh, quite, it's, it's, it's an honor for you know to do a show with you. Yeah, definitely, man, and and it's a definitely sort of uh been building up uh, Like you you were the first local podcaster I ever met in real life. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I thought it'd be yeah, fitting you, that uh that uh. And you're the and you're my first local podcaster that I met in real life as well. <laughs> Yeah, and actually we have some like ideas bouncing back and forth between us for for the like the longest time for like close to, I don't know like four or five months or so. Yeah, but but uh, and then, uh never quite materialized. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah, although although I did come on your show like twice already, so I felt kind of bad for not <laughs> inviting you guys on, man. But uh, finally, uh, finally we get to do it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So if you like this episode, uh, please please do us a big favor by sharing it amongst your friends or by subscribing to the Economical Rice podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. All the links and details to the shows discussed in this episode will be available in the show notes on the website www.economicalricepodcast.com. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback for the show, you can drop a message on the social media links in the description. Once again, this has been your host, Danny, with special guest, John, at the Podcast Spotlight, the show by podcast fans for podcast fans. Thank you.